Okay, good morning. Today's class is Lunishmar Yerchmel Dinam Gedali Sion Benema, Rufoshalim Harajan Biamina, Harub Dani Matsara, Harishaba Margalit, Bat Shifra Leah, Haim Tuga, Bat Chaya, and Chana Batadel, success in Yerchamayim, Bolisheva Baravaga, Dilba Nisheva, Emmet from the Sheva Sheva, Bolisheva, Rina Makam Tabavasha, success to Rachel Brown Jewelry. May Rachel Brown have a Zibug immediately. Also, please share and rate the podcast. Um, all right, we are going to do a really great concept today, lesson seven in the second half of the Kutim Moran. Really, really great concept. I'm going to start, normally I start the class with the class, and then I start and I do the prayer at the end. But we're going to do it backwards. We're going to do it backwards today. Because I want you to really understand where I'm getting at, and how much, again, going through our, emo- it, it, it's going through our emotional issues that we go through, and I've said this many times, that when you have the wrong meaning, you have the wrong feeling. And I would say, 90 to 95% of, the, of what, how we interpreted things are based on what, how we're feeling about ourselves at the moment. When you're in a good mood, that same comment doesn't bother you. When you're in a bad mood, that same comment really bothers you. And this is something we need to really, really understand, especially when we're going through any kind of situation. This is a line and this is a prayer that I always use and it always works. And it really, really opens me up. The prayer is, we know nothing. And this is by Rav Natan. It says, Master of the world, I know this only from a distance, but I'm more than an animal than a man. I lack human understanding. If David and Solomon and the greatest of the tzaddikim, elevated men, true masters, that have gotten spiritual attainment, divine inspiration, whose names I'm not even worthy of pronouncing, if such people spoke like this, how can I say I know anything? As a result, I've been filled with sins. As a result, my mind is turbulent. I've not cleansed my spirit of foolishness that comes as a result of my sins. And even so, I have no awareness of intelligence of which you understand how you want me to conduct to this world. My intellect confuses me, and I need to constantly force myself to remember that I do not know anything at all. I need to constantly remind myself. Look what he's saying. That I do not know anything at all. How many times have I forgotten this? And even when I remind myself, I do not realize this fully. This results in obstacles, confusions, descends, not only to my awareness, but each individual according to to the extent of his error. If every individual would know that the ultimate truth, that he knows nothing at all, nothing would have the power to cast him down or unsettle him. Every individual would always be able to strengthen himself forever. So think about that line. If every individual would know the ultimate truth, that the higher the level of knowledge, the more you recognize you know nothing. And, that I, and that I promise you, you've gone through many things. At the end of the day, it was the best thing for you. But while you were in the storm, you were giving it the wrong meaning. And the only, the only thing changed was you gave it a different meaning. And that's what changed your mood. That's what changed your happiness, etc. Whether you accepted a situation, whether you were no longer... But the, the biggest problem is thinking you know everything. And because we give the wrong meaning, we get the wrong feeling, and we end up in, in, in excessive, excessive drama, mental confusions, because we're giving it the wrong meaning. And you could see this by COVID. COVID, everybody says, 
end of the world, everybody freaked out. It was the wrong meaning. It was the wrong meaning. So anytime you get the wrong meaning, you're gonna get the wrong feeling. Guide me. So bottom line is he's saying here, every single time that we're casted down and that we're, that we're, we're we, we, that we're, God forbid, a depression, it's only because you're not seeing it right. It's not because there's a mistake, it's because you're not seeing it right. You're in the middle of the movie, you haven't seen the beginning, you haven't seen the end. God te- wants to teach, teach us a lesson, but we're not seeing it the right way. So therefore, we think we know everything, we give it the wrong meaning, and we end up sad and empty. Hashem, you who are wise in heart, mighty in strength, wisdom and understanding, remain with you alone. There is no limit to your understanding. And how much more of the sages, uh, sages that had knowledge? How about a person as ignorant as me? Aid me, guide me, and teach me, so that I will truly know that I know nothing at all. As a result, may I strengthen myself in the service of God all the times. Why can I restrain myself constantly? It's because... I'm bogged down with too much emotional weight based on the meaning I gave it, based on the low perspective I have. So therefore, I'm in a, in a situation. It's almost like, you know, you go to the airport, you pick up somebody else's luggage, and you're like so upset, you don't have the strength to pick it up. Who says it's not even your luggage? You picked up the wrong luggage. And if you would have picked up, it's not your luggage. How many times have we picked up other people's luggage and we made it our luggage and we're carrying around this heavy, we say, I can't do this anymore. It's not your luggage to pick up. It's not your luggage to pick up. That's, that's called it, call it taking it personal. I think there's a, there's a cute line in the, in the AA rooms. Q-tip. Quit taking it personal. So remember, every time you have a Q-tip, carry around the Q-tip, quit taking it personal. Whether I'm rising or falling, heaven forbid, however things may be, may I constantly restrain myself, constantly. May I do everything that I truly want and occupy myself completely with great enthusiasm. May I constantly, constantly grow and, and get to the level, the highest level of knowledge, which is the level of knowledge to recognize I know absolutely nothing. So, we're going to talk about that. Now you understand the concept where the, where the problem begins. The problem begins because... We, we give the wrong meaning, we give the wrong situation. You know, I always give that example of you're, you're, on, a, you're on a plane. You know, it happened to me coming back from New York. I'm sitting there, I, I jet blew, I bought a whole row, complete row. And next thing you know, somebody's sitting next to me. And I'm pissed off. I'm like, what, what happened here? I bought the whole row. I need to, I need to chill. And guess what? She's sitting there. I'm questioning her ticket. And I'm, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? It is what it is. I just sat there. Maybe somebody bought it. Who, who knows? So I said, it could be because I bought it. I bought the row. And at the end of the day, I was in the wrong seat. <laughs> the stewardess asked me, where's your ticket? Dude, where's your ticket? And I was in the wrong seat. So there, there you go. I, looked, I, I completely felt not only stupid, but I was here judging her. And meanwhile, I was the one that was, that was in the wrong seat. So that was just God t- showing me how much you know nothing. And how many times we get stuck in the wrong seat or the car rental example where I was in the wrong car and I was asking why the car didn't open. <laughs> this is the example of our lives. And I hate to t- I want to make a joke out of it because that's the only way you could, you could 
you know, you could take the edge off, but most of the times, guys, it's, it's, the, it's the wrong meaning. It's the wrong meaning. And if we give the right meaning, we will, we will be filled, at least we'll be able to get to the Yeshua. And that's why the first thing you should say, whatever you're going through situation, surrender to, I don't know anything. It's a, it's, a, it's a great tool to surrender because at least it stops the emotional surge. And then at least you can get started into solution. So Rabbi Nachman tells us in Lesson 7, five, lesson seven in the second half, he begins the Torah telling us that the greatest thing you could do is teach people awareness of God. That's the greatest thing you could do. And he tells us in the same Torah something very special in the breast of circles. Um, it's very important that you should share, you should have, talk about God with other people. Speaking about people with that, yesterday I had Joey, Joey into, uh, Rabbi Joseph Rosenfeld in my office, and we were in a, we were in a conversation for an hour and a half, and, and it went by, went by like a, in a second. I did a podcast with him, when, I, when I'm going on vacation, you guys are gonna, you'll hear it. But the more you empty out your dot, the more dot you get. The more dot I get, the more dot, purposely God wired you to connect. He wired you to connect so you wouldn't, do, you wouldn't be by yourself. So the more you're able to know, whatever you know, and you empty it out to other people, like every single time I have a class, I'm now empty. As soon as I give you a class, I am now empty. So if I'm empty, guess what? I'm a receiver now. I can receive from heaven because I already gave out what I, what I know. The more you empty out your knowledge, the more you get from above. That's how it works. The Kabbalistic concept is you receive to give. And if you keep on, if the intention is always from to receive to give, then it will always flow. But if the intention is to receive and to keep, It'll stop because God will find another person to, to, to share his wisdom with and send it out. But we, we, it's very important that practically people here, everybody has to pick people they know, friends of them, and they have to at least talk about what they know and share it out. Look, and that ultimately rectifies evil slander. Because remember, two people talking about bad about somebody, and now imagine talking good about something and, and, and giving people knowledge godly awareness that rectifies that. It says, speaking with friends and seldom with doubt and fear of heaven to produce, to, produ- to, to reveal new lights, the unknown to known, every single time you, take, you do this, you, God brings you, you when, the more you, to the extent that you empty out your mind, God will bring you new information constantly. This is why people can understand things very quickly. There could be a person who's studying all day long and he's by himself and there could be a person who's learning but he's constantly giving it out, he can receive more than the other guy. Because the more I empty out my mind, the more I get. This is a very important concept. Extremely important. And this is a very similar concept that when we're going through a situation in our lives, empty out the situation. Give it meaning and get it out. You go through a bad relationship, you should ask yourself, what lesson did that person teach me? That's it. Empty out. Next. Because as long as you stay scarred in that relationship, you will not get another one. Or you will repeat the same thing. Always empty out the trash. Empty out the mind. Empty out the trash. Empty, empty things out. That's the, that's the most important thing, Ramachat. Empty it out. You, when The more you empty things out, the more you receive. So this is why we constantly have to change. You see why change is so important? Because when you change, you have to constantly empty out. You have to, you're, forced, you're forced to empty out. You're forced to think quickly. 
You understand why getting out of a comfort zone is so great? Getting out of a comfort zone, you're constantly emptying out whatever you know, and you're always allowing new things to come. So Rav Nachman says that when you empty out your mind, you'll receive new. And, you'll, and the more knowledge you have, the more you recognize you don't know anything. That means the tachlis of Yediyah, that the goal of goals is to come to a level of understanding that you know nothing. So we, here, what we do is we could start questioning our thoughts instead of questioning our Creator. So, so if we think about our situations, and especially when you, you know, you're talking to somebody, you're trying to help them out, and they have a completely different meaning of the situation. And you know the problem is, is the way they're looking at it. Why? Because they have not opened up their mind. This is why it's extremely important. When you're going through a situation, the first thing you should do is you should talk to your friends about it. Empty, empty it out. Don't keep it in. You're going through a situation. What do you think about the situation? What do you think about it? That talking itself about that situation is sort of emptying it out. It's extremely important to talk to people. Not only do you give them a chance to help you, it's serotonin, but the worst thing people could do is go through a situation keep it in. Because remember, in order for me to get the new wisdom, I have to empty it out. So that's the first thing. Empty it out, talk to people, express it to people right away. Because that would at least, number one, you're going to feel better because you've spoken about it, you've expressed it. And number two, because you've emptied out your mind, God will now give you new information through those people. And you'll allow those people to give to you. And that's the way God made it. He made it that everybody should have a completely different perspective so that I should be, I should go you, I should go to youth to help me and then I can help you. It should, it's made, everybody, it's made so people can connect and grow. Life is not supposed to be just clicking and, and, and checking and checking. It's supposed to be, we're supposed to be with humans and connect. <laughs> and you can't do that really on, on social media. Opposite. So that's the first thing. Talk about what you're going through. Get a group of friends and have this constant flow. Make sure you don't keep it in. Because what happens is, is when you keep things in, it's going to weaken you. It's going to make you exhausted. And you're going to make things much worse because now, now imagination comes in. And then once, you, at least you get to that point where you, you let it out, you're going to see you're going to start feeling better right away. Right away because I spoke about it. That's why the study shows that people who booked a, 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 booked a session with a therapist, they didn't even see the therapist, were feeling much better right away. Not even seeing a therapist. So there is this concept of speaking it out. But you have to understand that second, you have to question your thought, not your creator. Which means, am I looking at this correctly? There was that quote that Travis said, I posted on that, that from this guy, Jim Crone, I believe. And he said that, very, that line really stuck to me, that life will show you people where you're not free. Life will show you area, people in your life where you are not free. And this could, could, this could be a codependent relationship. This could be a person that gets you angry. This could be a person that, you know, that you see ugliness in them. This, this shows you area, life show, showing us these people. And it has nothing to do with these people. It's just to show us 
And by the way, all of this psychology and all this conscience mirror work, this is not a new thing, by the way. This is the Baal Shem Tov said this. Before all the psychology picked up on it and changed the language and made it into contraction, the Baal Shem Tov says that a person really, really, whatever bothers him is, is what he has. So life will show you people in your life where you're not free. But if you think you know everything, then you're judging them. You understand? Judging somebody right away is a sign you know nothing. <laughs> That's the first sign. The minute you judge, it's basically, you're telling yourself you know nothing. This is why I think Albert Einstein said that the greater the mind, the smaller the mouth. The smaller the mind, the bigger the mouth. So sometimes you have to shut the mouth, silence before wisdom, recognizing am I seeing the situation correctly. Empty out your mind. First thing you do is empty it out. Talk about it. And second, you can start now questioning what, what lesson are you getting? What, me, what message are you getting? And what happens is, is this little by little will take away the emotional charge that's usually blocking our perspective, which is fear-based. It's fear-based. And this is exactly what Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman said, that the culmination of knowledge is the culmination of all knowledge when one realizes that one knows nothing. This is because attaining these new intellects is the delight of the world to come. Rabbi Nachman says, Rabbi Nachman says, many times Rabbi Nachman says, would say, now I know nothing, nothing at all. Now why would he say that? Why in the world would Rabbi Nachman say, I know nothing, nothing at all? Because he had to say that in order to receive the new, a new level. If he says, I know everything now, then can you be teachable? No. So you would always have to go from this high to this now I know nothing. To empty, so he's forced now to go to a higher level. There, are, there were occasions where he would swear and he says, in truth, I know absolutely nothing at all. How could Rabbi Nachman be saying this? This happened day after day, hour after hour. And he revealed this. His wisdom shone forth and yet he insisted that he was totally ignorant. A.K.A., you know, this is what really Fauci should have said. Fauci should have said, I know absolutely nothing at all. But we had to be reminded two years later after all this craziness. But at the end of the day, have you not seen, are you not watching what's going on in the world? That nobody knows nothing? Have you not watching this? Have you not seen this? How much fear, how much energy we've given to stock market gurus, the, the guy from uh, the Chacham, the guy from uh, FTX, the guy in Shark Tank. Oh, yeah, I know this, I know this, I know this. And he got duped by a 23-year-old, 24-year-old guy living with 10 people in his apartment in, in the Bahamas that, that did their books on QuickBooks. How much do you know? You know nothing. And God shows us this. You know what God does? He raises the person really high. And you know what he does? Because the fall is greater the, the more arrogant you are. And then, he dumps, and then he dumps the person. Same thing with this guy, Andrew Tate. Ah, there's this woman. Next thing you know, he's got, uh, he's getting, he got arrested. All of, this, all of this nonsense, we're watching it before our eyes. So what we need to do is we need to remain humble. Anytime we're going through this. Because remember, can you really fall if you're humble? Not really. I'm only, I'm only depressed and sad because I think I know everything. 
you could be brokenhearted. That's fine. Because brokenhearted at least is screaming for help. You're screaming for help. Created the world. I know nothing. Help me. Perfect. That's exactly what we need to do. Where we say, but when we're walking around with a closed heart, sad and depressed, and saying, I know everything, and this is bad, that's a guaranteed problem. Because if the great Solomon, which is the wisest man, said he knew nothing, David Amelech knew nothing, Rem Nachman, you know everything? You know everything? So this is where, it's a, it's a prayer that I have stored on my phone, where I see things chaotic. Gedalia, you know nothing. And now you should put your name. Isaac, you know nothing. This one, you know nothing. Because what you're doing is, is you're emptying out your mind, so now you, bec- you, can, come, you can get help. I, there's nothing more raw and beautiful when an addict says, I know nothing, I'm ready to surrender. It's the raw beauty. It's raw beauty. It's something, it's so raw and beauty because you can now, now the guys, that's it, the beginning. That's the beginning of everything. So we have to be able to recognize this. You have to not only say this, but you really have to believe it. And it's something, it's a mantra that I do, I say all the time, and usually it calms every emotional storm. So I usually say, how do you not know that this is good for you? Maybe this is a blessing in disguise. What do you know? Do you know everything? And I say that, I talk to myself all the time. Even when there's horrific things that the things appear to be horrific. And that's, that's, a, that's a great, this is a great prayer for Amuna. Because that really is Amuna. Is you're really getting to the plate of Ma, what do I know? You're, you're invoking the God's name of Ma, which is surrender, which is the name of Malchus. And you're also invoking the ability to reckon, to be open now to be a receiver. You should say, what do I know about Shiduchim? What do I know? That great story about the, uh, is to, you know, we just spoke about a girl meeting somebody at Starbucks, uh, coming to the class. Or, or another one that a, you know, uh, I think uh, living in Muna, a great example on how, you know, the girl's looking for a Shidduch, she can't find a Shidduch, and... Tremendous hard time finding a shidduch. And then the, 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 the housekeeper says, by the way, I used to work at another house. I think this guy's good for you. A housekeeper is going to be, you just, you spend 10 grand for this shidduch guy, the 10 grand for that one, and 10 grand for this one, and a housekeeper is going to go get you find the shidduch. Guess what? The housekeeper found him the shidduch. How do you like that? Not these 10 grand shadchanim, 15 grand shadchanim. It's all bubba mice. Do you understand? You have to really believe in your heart. The greatest thing you could do is to believe in your heart to say, I know nothing at all. And if you walk around like that, you can't really be so hit hard. You can't really get knocked down that hard. That's exactly what he's saying here. If I knew this, if I really believed in this, then how can I be dejected? How can I, how can I not strengthen myself? I'll, the fact that you can strengthen yourself is only because you, you recognize you know nothing. Aid me and guide me and teach me so that I will truly know I know nothing at all. As a result, may I strengthen myself in the service of Hashem at all times and begin new at all times. The reason how I can begin new is because I could say I know nothing. It's not ignorance. It's called humility. Knowing everything is a lack of humility in all ignorance. That's the problem. You know, it's like the 300-pound guy telling you, you know, look what you're eating. You don't know what you're eating. Okay, thank you. I, I, I see what you're telling me, but I, I, I'll take my own advice. But he's giving you, I mean, I never forget this, a, a doctor tell, telling me a, a medical advice on, on, on weight, 
I'm like, you're kidding? Like, you would never go to a trainer who's out of shape to train you. You would never, no matter what he told you, you wouldn't do it. Because if, if his life is not his lesson, it's not going to happen. So I strongly, that should be your mantra for today. And for any emotional storm. I know nothing at all. What does, this keeps you, silence. Silence before wisdom. Si- that's the silence that we're talking about. Silence is, I know nothing. This way, the fears don't get fed. The, the wrong, hysteric meaning based on low perspective. And this is why you could say, if this didn't work out, it was meant not to work out. I know nothing. Thank you, Hashem. And then you'll see, because you've handled the situation with faith, and you've got tested, you will receive and we also already know this for many times, that, that whenever you're going to have shefa, blessings, you're going to get tested. So you could also say, I know nothing, because this, this could just be a test. Could be a test. Doesn't mean anything else but a test. So that's what I want you to focus on today. Get to that concept of I know nothing. It'll, it'll, it'll shut the emotional storm, and it'll open up a mind. And, and the second thing is, whatever you got going on, Talk about it. Let people give to you. Express it. And let them give to you. And you give to them. This has to be a constant cycle. Rabbi Nachman would say to his students, you have to constantly work on bringing people. And where do we know this also? He's saying here, the ultimate light is... Well, where is the ultimate light? Is on Purim. Right? What is Purim all about? Getting to the highest level of consciousness where you don't know the difference between Haman and Mordechai. Between curse Haman and Mordechai. You got to such a level of knowledge that you don't even know the difference. You don't even know the difference between that. It's such a high level. So, B'shrat Hashem, all of us, close the mind, open up the heart, connect to the name of Ma, the name of the year, surrender, to recognize you don't know everything. Humble yourself, and that is the root of all chaos. It will stop the storm, and it will allow you now to at least breathe and rethink that situation in another way. And for sure, if you are struggling with, with falling down and staying down, that is a sign that you think you know everything sign you think you know everything and that's not true you don't know everything that's why Reb Nachman was able to start no people are resilient because they, they, it could be who says you have to go on maybe you have to go on nine dates to get married Michael Jordan what do you have nine times to get uh, to, to become I believe nine times it could have been seven could have been six who's this who's to decide the, num- the amount of times that you need to go to do something in order to succeed in it so that's what we could say I know nothing if you're married, you should say, I know nothing. That's another thing you should say. I know absolutely nothing. You think you can understand the husband, you can understand the wife? Nobody can. Nobody knows nothing. So when you do that, you remain teachable and excited. May Hashem help us all, that we should all get to a level of so much growth that we should be embarrassed about what we knew before. By the way, that's the second. The second step of this is, when you, once you start recognizing how much you didn't know, then you're embarrassed by your previous 
perspective of what you thought you knew. And then you are forgiven now, by the way. Why are you forgiven? Rabbi says that embarrassment, is also a Gemara, that embarrassment cleanses sin. Me sitting in the, in the, in the, in the plane, I was embarrassed that I'm looking at her. That embarrassment, like, oh my God, what, what, what was I thinking? What did I know? That embarrassment cleanses you, by the way. Embarrassment is the best way to get cleansed. Not shame, not guilt. Embarrassment. Embarrassment means, what in the world did I know? So, so think about it. Now you're growing, you get the embarrassment, and you get the cleansing. It's, it's a, <laughs> how do you lose? And a, and, a, and a good chance that you're getting embarrassed a lot between you and God is a sign that you're growing. It's a sign that you're really, really growing if you're constantly growing in embarrassment. Because that means you're constantly growing, you have new perspective, and you recognize you didn't know anything before. It's a sign that you're always growing. It's a very good sign. If you're not embarrassed before God, then it's a sign of tremendous amount of arrogance. Because you're not growing. So you're stuck on a very small perspective, which is exactly what the ego does, is keep, keeps us in a very limited, self-centered mindset. Shem bless us all. We should all have the strength to get to this level of not knowing. Have a great day.